This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Well, in the news, none of that. Don't worry. Nobody's in tights. Well, maybe somebody. Um, (laughs) You can't see them. We did have uh, uh, some info come out. Remember that fake Willy Wonka thing? That scammy one from yesterday? One of the actors involved has talked about the experience. Wow. Uh, So I got a little detail on that. Plus, we've managed to kick that government shutdown Literally just a little further down the road. I'll tell you about that. that. News brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. Now with online ordering at pitbullsmoke.com. Online or in store. That's convenience for locals by locals. Uh, It is February 29th today, which you did address earlier, and that makes today the Leap Day, which I got to tell you always feels odd to me. It's like this day shouldn't exist, and it just feels strange. Um, but uh, the idea being that we have the Leap Years to help everything stay where it's supposed to stay, the seasons, the equinoxes. All of that, because otherwise they would get thrown out all the whack uh, if we just had 365 days every year. I I saw an article that said everything would shift, and eventually Christmas really would be in July. Yeah, it would take a few hundred years. Yeah, it would would take probably more than that, but yeah. But I want to say I I saw the number, and it was like 600 years or something. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but... That seems shorter than I would have predicted, but okay. Either way... It would shift. We right. would get there, right. and over the course of that time, it would all be moving the uh, con- con- continuously. Right. Uh, they actually stopped. Uh, they started doing this thing a long time ago. The current Gregorian calendar we use now has been in use since the late 1500s. So, wait. Yeah. I guess stick with it, everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. Great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and contrary to what you might believe, every four years is not technically a leap year. Like you, I think you said this earlier. Actually, every every hundred years, anything divisible by 100 should not have a leap day. It's uh, there's a it's a it's a two pronged thing. It's divisible by uh, let's see, divisible by a hundred, but not divisible by four hundred, or vice versa. Oh, okay, yeah. So the idea being that uh, the year two thousand did have a leap year, yeah, uh, because divisible by divisible by four hundred, so that makes perfect sense. All right. But this next one that comes around twenty one hundred right. would not have a leap year. And yeah, it's if the year is divisible by one hundred but not four hundred, they skip the year. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, I had no idea there were all these distinct rules. And really, I didn't didn't know how much math and how much thinking goes into all this until we tried to read some of the stories this morning. And between hey, Copernicus, here you, we me, are. Rod, and yeah. Tim Parker down the hall, we all were staring cross-eyed at each other trying to figure out what was going Somebody on. Somebody used days of the week to lay this out. And what their point was, look, we, we often say, well, we know that a year is 365 days. Right. And we'll we'll say there are fifty two weeks in a year. Right. Well, that only makes three sixty four. Ah. So there's going to be an extra day. What day will be the extra day? Is it a? And if you're an hourly worker, it matters. Okay. If you're a salaried worker, it actually matters to a degree. Right. Because if it falls on a weekend, like the next time, mm-hmm. it's not a work day. True. Today is an extra work day. Right. So and so there's the difference. And so they were doing it by days of the week, and that's what was so confusing. There will be 52 Wednesdays this year. Ah. There will be 52 Thursdays. But there will be 53 Tuesdays and 53 Mondays because there's always one extra day. Interesting. Be, to make 365 days in a year. Boy, a lot, I know. A, it's almost like a lot of thought went into this. <laughs> yeah. And some months are 30 days and some are 31. And this yeah. was 28. But this year it's 29. And it's like, what? W, WTF. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, you know, Socrates may have said. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's what he said. It's carved Nicholas somewhere. Copernicus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And by the way, as you brought up, if you're uh, an hourly worker, this, you know, doesn't affect you too much this year. No, you're going to get if paid. You're, if you're a salary worker. Sorry, we're working an extra day for free. That's just how it goes. Yes. Now, project that. Project it? The windfall. Okay. Across America. Yeah. 
this radio station mm-hmm. is going to bill an extra day's worth of commercials and everything else yeah. and, and not pay its employees a cent more. Oh, wow. I hadn't even considered Think that. Think about the scale of that. And I'm not knocking that. It's, it comes it's with the territory. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Think of that on scale now across mm. America. Or, you know, anybody that's on this calendar. Think of Fortune 500 companies and every, every place else that, that may or may not share that windfall. You are getting an extra day's billing in, out of all your, your workforce. That's all right. you're doing is paying for the lights and the insurance premiums and, you know, what, yeah. whatever it is you normally pay for. Yeah. yeah. That's, crazy. Re- that's crazy. I hadn't yeah. thought about that until you said it just now. That's, that's yeah. a really interesting fact about that. I, I, you know, I wonder if they budget for it. Yeah. Well, you fig- somebody somewhere is thinking about it. Yeah. Right? Somebody's oh. always thinking about the money. Somebody and how they can, at yeah, corporate and, and, is. You're yeah. darn right They've they got 100 radio stations. Darn right they are. Well, that's they, they plan ahead. Mm-hmm. That's smart on their part. Congress, yeah. not yeah, so well, much. You're welcome if you're listening. Yeah, yeah right. Wayne, Chris, yeah. Carol. Con- uh, Congress, not so much. We are right up against that government spending deadline again. But Congress did reach a deal to extend funding by a week, roughly, to give themselves time to pass annual spending bills for the rest of the budget year. The House is supposed to vote today on a continuing resolution to extend government funding deadlines. So originally they were set for March 1st yeah. and March 8th. Yeah. If they pass this thing today, it'll move to March 8th and March 22nd. That's how that'll break down. So that gives them a little more time to try and pass different appropriations wow. bills and get them through the process. Wow. Uh, some conservative, some of the more conservative members of the House, though, are uh, really uh, they're against the plan, which shows that it might be rough trying to get get it through. Right. Which allows for why they needed this extra time to try and pass it. They mm-hmm. didn't want to just be up against the deadline this right. Friday. So uh, they'll work on that, and hopefully they can get it taken care of. There you go. Uh, the Supreme Court has agreed to decide whether former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on charges that he interfered with the 2020 election and has set a course for a quick decision on the matter, all things considered. Sure. Uh, the justices ordered yesterday, or orders yesterday uh, that maintains a hold on preparations for a trial that is focused on his efforts to overturn his election loss. The court will hear arguments in April. The decision will likely come at near the end of June, probably is the latest we'll get it. Right. The court said in an unsigned statement that it will consider whether and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for conduct alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office. So there's All right, so when he was looking for votes and January 6th and all this stuff, he was still in office. Yes. And so the question is, is are you protected even from doing things that are not in the best interest of the citizens of the United States in a weird sort of way? Yes. Yeah, exactly right. Totally yeah. self-serving. Right. And that Some would say. The question they're going to take on, and yeah. we'll get an answer from them by the summer. I'm glad they're doing it. This, yeah. this should be answered for history. Yes, they have yes. to have an answer. They've never had to go down this road before. This needs to be cleared up. It will be a historical decision, yeah. whichever way it goes. So it's a big deal. Big deal. Sure. Uh, around here in Virginia, kind of a big deal for us. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm telling you, there's a chance. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. Because Virginia lawmakers have passed legislation that, if it gets approved uh, by Governor Glenn Youngkin, will allow recreational retail sales of marijuana to begin next year. Uh, In 2021, we became the first southern state to legalize marijuana, but because of uh, some gridlock since then, we haven't gotten to set up the retail sales of it. There's been a lot of issues with that. Right. Well, under the bills that got passed, the state would start taking applications on September 1st for cultivating, testing, processing, and selling the uh, marijuana. The market could open on May 1st of 2025. Governor Youngkin has made it clear that this isn't a priority for his campaign. Okay. But he also hasn't outright said he's going to veto it either. So there's a chance. 
Yeah. Uh, the bill passed mostly along party lines, but they did have a couple of Republicans vote to support it as well. Right. So you never know how this is going to go. We'll hold out hope and see what happens, I suppose. It's, I know I know they'd love to start selling it and taxing it. <laughs> oh, they, but they don't have a uh, structure. They, yeah, you've got to have laws problem. and everything. Yeah, that's well. Then yeah. hopefully that, that would be, I mean, so if they didn't factor what he's really bills, saying is, the point here, I guess, is he's finally assigning this. Is, someone is assigning it a drop-dead date. This yeah. has to be ready to go. Right. We rolled this out early on with no date at all, Yeah, with no plan for the future. We just knew we had to be in the game. So they, they let you have your own personal, you know, four plants and all that kind of stuff. And right. now we got to figure out a way to regulate it. Yeah, exactly right. Because, like you said, it's been sitting for a long time now. It has. And it's kind of one of those yeah. Esther get off the pot eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's no question that it's going to be legalized. It's just a matter. It already of, is. It, yeah, it's, it's just a now we just need to legalize sales. Right, exactly right, and it's just depending on the the structure of that and when that will be laid into place. That's really what we're waiting on. Uh, this week, Newport News leaders voted in favor of honoring Allen Iverson. The city council members are voting to rename part of 16th Street in Newport News Allen Iverson Way. Mm. It is the section between Wickham Avenue and Walnut Avenue. The motion passed 6-1. to one. Iverson is actually from Hampton and played high right. school at uh, basketball at Bethel High. The school named its gymnasium and basketball court after him as well. The city of Newport News and the leaders say they want to honor his ties to their city and all the things he's done during his formative years there. Yeah. Uh, and he's the latest star to have this happen. Back in 2022, music icon Missy Elliott came back to Portsmouth and had a street renamed in her honor. And she doesn't have Missy Elliott Day. And she oh, comes, yeah. She comes yeah. back and does a bunch of stuff. Does a bunch of charity stuff. Yeah. She donated a lot of money. Which is really great. So uh, this is something else that could be happening Hampton here. Hampton trying to get the same, same from Allen. Hey, you know, the Peninsula would like to yeah. jump on this bandwagon. Hey, if you don't mind, if you could it, just yeah. bring a check for 50. Yeah, if you could. That'd be good. Yeah, if you could. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's wants everybody to know that they are a... Hold on, everybody. Don't get mad at us because they're saying they are not planning to increase prices during their busiest time at the restaurants. Social media backlash to reports of Wendy's plans yesterday to change prices and use AI models to dictate that were harsh and they were quick. Uh, the word got out that CEO, the CEO of Wendy's said they'd boost profits by introducing digital menu boards that can display, quote, dynamic pricing. And that apparently is where things went awry. Uh-huh. That He said the dynamic pricing that fluctuates throughout the day as well as AI-powered suggestive selling. Okay. That wasn't a big hit with the Wendy's customers. Uh, most people online freaking out about it. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday on the show and couldn't really understand the upside. So now Wendy's is uh, coming out saying that the, what they meant was the digital menus would allow them to reduce prices. That's what they're saying now. Yeah. In a statement, they clarify saying, we wouldn't raise prices when our customers are visiting us most. This could allow us to change the menu at different times of the day and offer discounts, particularly in slower times of the day. That would make more sense. Way more sense. Way more sense. But where was this information yesterday and, quite frankly, the day before when, when it actually started, broke? Yeah, when it actually, You had a chance, and yeah. you got a PR team, and you have social media, and you could have been on this in, in minutes that you saw it going south. That's what a lot of people are saying. A lot yeah. of people are skeptical because they had a chance to correct this way before this. Yes. Uh, and But either way... It, it, like you said, it makes way more sense to be doing it this way than to raise prices on people when they're going during busy times. They say that and they're right about this. They never use the term surge pricing. No, they said dynamic. They said dynamic pricing when they said when they saw the dynamic pricing changing prices throughout the day and using the AI models. Right. Some people that grabbed the story initially mm-hmm. ran with a comparison to Uber uh, Uber Eats, which does the surge pricing. Sure. 
So that, I guess, is where that comes from. They I don't know. I saw articles with prices quoted, like the Baconator. Could I be literally, more. that was a quote from an, a, a reported uh, national news story. The Baconator was going to cost a dollar more. See, I thought that, that same thing, but I was like, well, yeah. uh, okay, then what's the point of, how, why would it be a dollar more if the whole point right. is to, to try and entice you to come in with reduced prices sometimes? That doesn't make any sense. But it just, well, they never said reduce prices in any now. of the stories yeah, until today. Yeah, until today. Until today. Well, that's yeah. where was, some people are still trying to figure out yep, yep. what exactly the plan well, it doesn't will matter. Be. They're going to roll it out next year, take it or leave it. Exactly right. We'll see how it goes one way or the other. Uh, and I did want to tell you about this real quick just because, Rumble, I thought you'd get a kick out of it. An actor who was hired to play Willy Wonka at that scammy uh, Willy Wonka event in Scotland. Uh, it was billed as this big immersive experience. You're supposed to be like touring Willy Wonka's factory. And really, it was an empty warehouse with some really crappy props It was bad, it. man. And uh, virtually no candy. A comedian named Paul Connell spoke to The Independent saying that he was there uh, to play Willy Wonka and that it was an absolute disaster. Uh, he said that he was given scripts to read as Willy Wonka to entertain the children. Yeah. Uh, and he said it was 15 pages of AI-generated gibberish. Oh, wow. He so said, somebody really cheaped out on this. One of my favorite lines was, there's a man who lives here. His name is not known, so we call him the unknown. The unknown is an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That would scare yeah. the kids in, yes, the big, see, in the big scary warehouse <laughs> Another person, filled with nothing. <laughs> another person shared a different part of the script. Uh, Seamus uh, O'Reilly was on Blue Sky and shared one that also didn't make much sense. This script actually tells the audience how to react. Uh-huh. It says in detail precisely how delighted the audience will be in the original PDF file. It says audience members engage with interactive flowers, offering compliments to which the flowers respond with a pre-recorded whimsical thank you. Yes. And then uh, Connell said he stayed in character for three and a half hours during this mess. And he said, I wow. didn't know where I ended and Willy Wonka began. Because he tried to make yeah. it as, as magical as he could for the kids. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the whole thing was a cluster. It was oh, an absolute yeah, yeah. cluster. But uh, it's just funny. The more he's a, It's been compared to the fire Festival of uh, Chocolate <laughs> <shops>. Children's <laughs> Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he also wants people to know he had no hand in planning and he was just hired to play Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, sunny with a high near 51. Northwest winds 6 to 10 miles per hour. Partly cloudy with a low around 32. Yeah. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 54. Last check, it is chilly, 39 degrees. With the news, I am Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.